guys, welcome back. You are listening to K-Drama in Room 343. I am your host, C. Choi, aka Christina. And today we are talking about episode 17 of Hwarang, the beginning. We have three more episodes left and honestly, I'm so happy. <laughs> I'm so relieved that, you know, we are finally finishing up this drama. It's been too long. It's been way, way too long. Anyways, let's start. Let's just start. Get this over with. Episode 17. So if you remember what happened last time, um, assassins came to the academy and they were like attacking Sonu. And so Yeoul, Sonu, and um, Suho and Tanze, they're like fighting them off. And Sonu starts to have like one of his epileptic episode and he eventually faints so as he is like losing consciousness and he's like you know on his side um he sees them fighting for him meanwhile sam is at yongshilgong's chambers and he takes the king bracelet he was wearing this like black mask like an assassin and um, he takes it off and he takes his sword and gets on top of yongshilgong he wakes him up and tells him that if you make a noise, you are going to die. And Yongshigong is like, who are you? And Sam's like, I am that king you were looking for all this time. Yongshigong tries to move, but then Sam like stabs um, the pillow. But he also like kind of slices Yongshigong's neck a little. He didn't kill him. He just kind of injured him. And then he's like, next time, I really will kill you. Something like that. The queen goes into the throne room, but when she enters the throne, like the chair is burning away before her eyes. And it was a nightmare. So she like wakes up and she finds a flower beside her table. And that apparently means Sam is there because that fl the flower, I think it happened like in an earlier episode. Basically, that flower is from outside the palace. So it's just kind of like letting her know that he's here. So she goes into the throne room and finds Sam sitting on the throne. He tells the queen that he will become king now. Um, the queen is like, you don't know what it means to be a king. And basically she starts saying how she was the one who built up this nation and how she is the one who protected him from all those who are trying to kill him. And Sam's like, yeah, I know that but you're using me as an excuse to fuel your own power. And now I'm taking over. It is my country, my Shilla, which I should rightfully rule. Anything you have done for the country will not be recorded in history because you are not the rightful owner. I am. Like he kind of sounds more like a king now. Like he was very confident to state in the facts, anger in his eyes. Yeah. The queen returns to her chambers and she's kind of like dazed. Um, I think she's like pretty surprised. So she falls asleep, but then like two hands come down to choke her and it's actually Sam. But that was also a nightmare. So I feel like she's kind of losing it at this point. Um, she wakes up and she asks her servant to fetch Anjigong, but the servant is like, um, Anjigong is not here. <laughs> he went to Mamang village. And then the servant is like, you know, I could make you some tea. 
And she looks kind of like suspicious. Like I feel like she knows that the tea is poisoned and she's like kind of in um kind of been like poisoning her little by little. I don't know. She looked suspicious. But the queen is like, yeah, I need some tea. Sam is back at the academy. And the next day, Yong Shigong is looking at the sword and he's like flashing back. Sonu is still knocked out. Like he's like in laying in bed. And Su and Yo, they're worried. And they talk about how like his fainting spell has you know progressed. At the Mangmang village, the whole entire village is pretty much suffering. Like they're dying because of this um, plague. An Jigong and Mangmang uncle, they're trying to they're trying their best, but they have no meds. So, yeah, you just see kids dying, adults dying. They're, like, coughing up blood. An Jigong is angry, and so he, like, takes some poison root, and he makes, like, a, I don't know, he, like, just pounds them. And he feeds it to one of the patients, and he's like, if you can endure the poison part of it, it will help the disease, you know, disappear. But the woman just ends up dying, and An Jigong just, like, crying out. It was, yeah. Failed experiment, I guess. Aro goes to, like, a an herb store, and she's, like, trying to find some medicine. But, of course, they don't have any. Then she sees a carriage pass her by, and it, like, drops some medicinal ingredients. And it turns out that carriage is going to Yong Shigong's storage. Yong Shigong is like looking around the storage and the biological dad, so Pan Yu's biological dad, aka principal of Dream High, is like, shouldn't we start selling these me- these ingredients? But Yong Shigong is like, do you know how to turn these medicines into gold? If you wait and have 70% of these meds rot and go bad, then the rest will bring me gold. Like, oh my gosh, this guy is trash. Trash! T-R-A-S-H, trash. Like, that's what he is. So the mystery man comes to see the queen, and he's pretty angry. I feel like, so everyone here in this episode, I feel like most of them were just pretty much angry all the time. But anyways, he's angry, and he's like, why are you making the one hoss again? So one hoss, okay, at this time, I jotted the definition down so one hua they are two appointed heads of a society of maidens praised for beauty and filial piety so they're like two leaders of the huarangs and i googled it and it says that they're pretty much like female cadets um yeah the mystery man is like do you not know what happened to the previous one Huas? and the queen is like oh no i know what happened one of them so there were two. One of them, Jun Jong, killed the other Nammo out of jealousy, and Nammo's Nangdu killed Jun Jong. So yeah, on Google it said that after that incident, Wenhua's were eliminated and they were replaced by this all male Huarangs. Yeah, the mystery man replies, and he's like, "You know the story differently," and the queen is like, "What do you mean? What do I know differently?" And then he's like kind of vague. He's like, if you stop here, then I will also stop. He then tells her to abdicate and stop messing up the Huarangs. The queen gets mad at him and she's like, why are you talking like those who are opposing the royal family? And like, okay, first of all, how dare you say that word abdicate to me? 
Um, and yeah, she's like pretty pissed. She's like, those are my warangs. You have no right to say that to me. The mystery man is like shaking with rage. He's like yelling, you started all of this. You touched someone that should have lived a quiet life, but you ruined it all. You started this mess. This is all your fault. And the queen's like, who are you talking about? <laughs> and he just like leaves. I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm so lost. I, I was so lost. The queen is like, what the heck? Like she, she, I was like, what the heck? What's going on? Who's he talking about? Is he talking about Sonu? I feel like he's talking about Sonu, right? Anyways, Aro goes into the Hwarang Academy and stops OF. OF needs to use the restroom. I feel like I've seen this before. And then he eventually, you know, goes in his pants. Aro's like, um, okay, I'm just gonna wait for you in your room. Yeah. So after OF goes to the bathroom, um, Aro is talking to OF and Daiso and basically explains that there is an epidemic outside the capital city in the Mangmang village and that people are dying. Um, she tells him that they need medicine, but there is no medicine in the city or anywhere else to give to the peasants. But then she tells him that she found some and learned that they were being hoarded at Yongshigong's storage. And then she starts like yelling at OF like, we have to do something. And Daiso is kind of like trying to avert her attention. He's like, hey, um, have you seen your brother? An assassin came last night and attacked him. She's like, what? And she starts running. She goes to the infirmary where he is. Sonu is like dreaming and he dreams of when he kissed Aro. And so like a hand touches his face. He then like pulls the arm and, you know, the girl's face who was touching him. The face becomes like really close to his. He wakes up and sees that it's actually the princess and not Aro. Then the princess kisses him. And what's worse, at that moment, Aro walks in. But then like she turns around and leaves. Anybody want to see that? Sonu gets up and the princess is like, who did you think I was? And Sonu's like, that doesn't matter. The princess tells him, I'm already engaged to someone to be married. But I need to know what this is, this chaotic feeling whenever I see you. Girl, what the heck? And Sonu's like, it seems like you're getting confused by me and uh, I don't really care. Like, I have no feelings for you. I feel like he's trying to say, I think that's a you problem, <laughs> basically. <sighs> the princess is weird. She's like, I'm not curious about your feelings. I'm curious about mine. And I am ordering you to stay where you are until my curiosity is solved. What the heck? This is like emotional like, and abusing her power, you know, like. Yeah, this, this is abuse. Aro is outside the infirmary and she's just like pacing. Sonu comes out and she tries to hide but ends up just like facing him. Sonu flashes back to what the queen had said to him um, of how like Aro is going to be made into a wonhua and she's basically using her um, so that he stays quiet and he can continue to pretend to be the king. Aro flashes back to when she saw Sonu and the princess kiss, like, literally a few minutes ago. She's all awkward, like, oh, the weather's nice. And Sonu's like, yeah, it is. And he just, like, awkwardly walks away. 
And Aro's like, oh no, he's like doing it again, like avoiding me again. Aro goes into the infirmary and sees the princess there. The princess is like, you were right. My brother really is here in the academy. The princess tells her that she's greedy. She's like, do you not care about your brother? Oh, she starts questioning Aro's relationship with Sonu. She tells her that, you know, the way you look at him is not the way most people look at their brother. And she's kind of like jealous of her. She's like, you have my brother on one hand and Sonu on the other, and you're just like measuring them out. You're so greedy. And Aro's like, no, you are. <laughs> I was like, you're greedy. Wanting to have someone who doesn't want you, you're greedy. The princess is like, I understand now why the queen chose you. I hate you. You get on my nerves. <sighs> I was like, what do you mean she chose me? But the princess leaves. At the academy, they're eating lunch and Pan Yu is sitting with the other like kids instead of like, you know, Suho and them. So Suho goes up and confronts him. Um, and tells him what happened to Sonu. Like, there were assassins who attacked him, and you weren't even in our room. Like, where were you last night? And Panyu is like, hey, don't pretend to be friends. We're not friends. And Su is like, have you gone backward to your, like, you know, older self or something? And he's like, you better not be related to these assassins, or else you're real dead to me. Sonu walks in, and then the cafeteria is, like, quiet. Someone even, like, brings him food. He sits down and everyone is just like staring at him. Son was like, what's up with everyone? V explains that because the assassins came the other night, the atmosphere, it like feels as if he's being acknowledged as the king. And Suho and V and Yaoul, they're all like awkward and don't know how to talk to him. They mix like informal and formal speech and such. Sonu gets up and leaves because he's like, um, I don't have much of an appetite. Sam goes to OF and OF is like, oh, what brings you here? OF starts talking all formal, but Sam's like, it's fine. You're my teacher. He then asks OF, like, what am I supposed to do if I decide to handle and become the king? And OF is like, you need people, strong people on your side. Sam suggests, like, do you mean someone like Young Shilgong? And OF is like, yeah, like him. If you have him on your side, then his power will be yours. Sam then asks, so if I don't get him, then what do I do? Like, do I kill him? Do I even have you on my side? And OF is like, of course you do, because your cause has me. Your will to change this country. Um, so Sam is walking in the hallway after this, and he sees Honu. Sam tries to walk away, but Sonu grabs him and he's like, hey, don't you have anything to say to me? And Sam's like, what does it feel like to pretend to be the king? Sonu then like punches Sam and he's like, you should know what it feels. Sam gets up and he like punches him back and tells him that what you know is not all there is. And I am trying to fight. I'm trying to fight to protect the hope that our country changes, where citizens do not become robbers to survive. And I'm fighting to keep the hope that the citizens will never die because of the bone rank order system. And I'm trying to protect the Shilla and its citizens. So she, he's basically like spewing this out onto Sonu and Sonu's kind of like, oh, he is thinking. 
royal councils back in the palace. They're fighting over the Mangmang village and the plague. But Yongshigong's side is like, they're just peasants. Like, we shouldn't even care about what happens to them. And there are more important things to worry about. And the queen's side, they're like, we, they're innocent people who are dying. Like, we need to find medicine before this, um, you know, escalates to the capital. The queen, meanwhile, she's like sitting on her throne, but she's hallucinating. She can't see clearly, and she hears Yongshigong telling her, to abdicate and that she had told him that the real king is Hamikjong and all the royal councils are basically like yelling at her to abdicate and there's like this ringing in her ear the whole time. Yeah, so she's she's definitely out of it. At the academy, OF examines the medicine that Otto brought him and Sonu and Sam, they're like in the lecture hall staring at each other. There's like an awkward space in between them. Yoer comes and then says OF is looking for them. So they go to see OF. And then OF gives them a problem. He motions for Otto to come in. And when Otto comes in, Sam like flashes back to when he saw them kiss and when she rejected him. R.I.P. Sam. R.I.P. Otto walks in and OF tells her to brief them on what she found. Basically, she just explains that there's no medicine to treat the people who are dying in Mangmang village. And she's like, I found the medicine to treat them. There's like a lot of it, but Yongshigong is not selling them. She's like, he is just hoarding them and waiting to sell them at prices more expensive than gold, while people just keep dying off. Sam and Sonu, they get angry. And OF is like, how would you solve this problem? He basically tells them to solve the problem together. And OF, his reasoning was that because, like, the situation that they are in regarding, like, the king, um, he's like, you two might have been wondering more about that more than anyone, like, how to be a king, how, how a king must act and such. He's like, you can ignore this problem or choose to solve it, but you have to make the decisions together. So after the two leave, Aro yells at OF. She's like, why did you choose them? Like, their personalities are like fire. They might cause some trouble. OF is not too worried. Um, he's like, you know, whatever trouble that they might cause, it could end up changing Sheila a little bit. Sonu and Sam, they're basically just thinking about ways to solve this problem. Sonu tells Sam that he can't solve it, like that Sam can't solve it because he doesn't know. He explains that Sam doesn't know how they live, like the people, the peasant people, and how they are worthy of saving. Sam is like, I am going to solve this because I know, like you are not the only one who gets angry at the sight of injustice. I know that it is immorally wrong to hoard meds while people are out there dying. I'm going to solve it as well. Sonu is like, I only have one answer. And Sam's like, so do I. Pan Yu flashes back to the night of the assassins and how Suho and Yo were protected Sonu. So he was actually there watching the whole thing. He flashes back to when Suho is like, you better not be connected to the assassins or I'll kill you. And then a rock hits his boot. It was Suyeon, like she threw a rock at him. Um, she was like looking from behind the wall, like behind the... What are those? What's that called? Behind the the gate? Yeah, so she tells him that she came 
because she missed him. She's like, it's okay if you changed your mind about me. And it's okay if you don't like me anymore. I'm just really thankful for you. And I really appreciate you. I just wanted to see you one more time before, you know, I let you go. But now that I'm looking at you right now, I really want you more. And she's like crying. Panyu tells her that he wants to hurt her so that whenever she thinks of him, she'll remember him as a bad guy. But then he's like, when I look at you, I just can't. Like, I can't hurt you. So you run away from me before you do get hurt. She's like, you're not a bad guy. I know that. I know you're a good person. Yeah. So sad. I actually really shipped this couple. I still ship them. I feel like Panyu will turn around. Sam and Sonu, they tell Yoor and Suho their plan, and Suho agrees to join, and so does Yoor. Panyu is also about to walk in, but then he overhears them talking about their plan. Suho is like, Panyu can't know, and he can't join. And Yoor is like, yeah, I guess, since, you know, he's the son of Yongshigong. He might just reveal our plan, and Suho kind of like defends him. He's like, no, it's not like that. This thing, like, it's something that can hold Panyu back, and we can't do that to him. We can't ask him to choose sides, basically. Like, Suho and Suyeon, like, these two brother and sister, like, this family is just protecting Panyu. Stupid Panyu. OF acts drunk and goes into Yongshigong's house. Um, it's part of Sonu and Sam's plan, so he's supposed to distract Yongshigong. So OF enters and pretends that he needs to use their bathroom. And meanwhile, like, he's causing this, like, distraction. The four Hwarangs, they sneak into Yongshigong's house. Yongshigong's servants and Scarface escorts uh, OF to Yongshigong. At Aro's place, she's taken by the queen's servants to the palace. So back to Yongshigong's place. OF is talking to him and he's like, you know, I heard you have good swordsmen here and I was wondering if you could send some to protect the academy. Because a few days ago, some assassins came and tried to hurt the Hwarangs. OF saw that Yongshigong looked kind of displeased. And OF is like, oh, wait, did you already send them to the academy? He's kind of like probing. Panyu then bursts into Yongshigong's place, like through the front gates, and he's drunk. He's like yelling. He's like, father, where's my father? Where's father? I have something to say to my father. Scarface comes out with like a group of servants and Scarface tells them to escort him quietly before he starts a fire because he was like holding a stoke and he was like waving it around. So Young Shigong hears that Panyu is there and he opens his room door to find Panyu kneeling in front. And Scarface and the rest of the servants are standing behind him. Young Shigong is like, "Are you drunk?" And Panyu replies, "Yeah, I was feeling so bad, so I drank." You took me in as your adopted son and you had such like ambitious hopes, but I've only disappointed you every time, so please kill me. Forgive me, kill me, whatever. Even this time, like with the assassins at the academy, Yongshigong like stops him. He's like, close your mouth and looks at OF. But I mean, OF already knew at this point. At the storage, the Hwarangs found all the medicine and they're pretty much disgusted that there's so much in there. And the four of them, they're pretty angry. They get their bag out and then moves the medicine. Panyu then takes out his sword and he tries to like hurt himself. 
Yongshugong orders the servants to restrain him and take him away. But Panyu starts to whip the sword at them, saying like, Who do you think I am? I am the future king of Shilla. And this is basically illegal. So OF is like, oh, so the ambitious hope was to be the king. And Yongshigong is like pretty ticked off. The Hwarangs managed to get all the medicine out of Yongshigong's place. But then, um, as Sonu and Sam were about to jump the wall, so Suho and Yoo, they've already left. Or like they've already jumped the wall. Then Scarface comes with this like big man from the butcher shop. Back when, you know, Sam and Sonu, they were like hung. So Sonu was going to attack, but then Sam's like, no, I got this because I'm so angry at them. I was hung next to you for no reason. Like, I'm going to get my revenge. So Sam managed to knock them out both and yeah, they leave. A carriage comes to the Mangmang village and it is full of medicine. And there's a note saying something about smiling and drinking more or something like that. I, I don't know. At the academy, Yoor is like, why did Panyu do that that moment? But they already know that Panyu secretly helped. So Suho thanks him, and Panyu smiles as he leaves. Oh, bromance. Bromance. The queen is at the palace, and she is talking to the mystery man, and that mystery man is her brother. I knew they were related, but yeah, he is her brother. She then flashes back to 20 years ago. So a lady is kneeling in front of the queen, and the queen has her sword to her neck, and she's crying. Like, the queen's crying. The queen is saying to her that she has to kill her because she will be a continuous source of trouble. And the lady is, like, begging her to spare her life. Apparently, they were best friends. The queen is like, I no longer need a Wanhua who will interfere with Sheila's royal family. Just as Nam Mo died, you also cannot live, and you must be framed for everything. For my son's sake, I must kill you. And she kills her. Sonu is at the lecture hall, and Sam comes to go see him, and then tells him that Otto has been taken to the palace. Sonu gets up and he yells, When was she taken? Otto is actually in front of the queen, and the queen tells her, that Sam has declared to be the king now. And she's basically saying that he isn't the kind son that he used to be. Like, he's changed. He was so obedient, but now he's changed. What did you do to him? She starts, like, grabbing Otto's shoulders and, like, shaking her. And he's, she's just, like, yelling at her face. She's like, did you shake up Sam's heart? And I was like, no, I've never done such a thing. The queen is like, it doesn't matter because I'm going to make you a Wanhua. And I'm going to make sure that you live a Wanhua's fate. Whatever that means. So that is the end of episode 17. A lot of stuff. People being angry, people attacking, trying to become assassins, sneaking away. Yeah. I'm just glad that episode 17 is over and we have three more episodes left. We can do this, guys. We can do this. Thank you guys so much for listening. And I hope that, you know, next episode will be better. I'm pretty tired. Like, I'm so drained from this drama. I, I just can't wait until this is over. Anyways, yeah. 
Don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at KDrama in Room 343. And also, don't forget to subscribe to wherever you are listening to this podcast so that you don't miss another episode. And I will talk to you guys next week with episode 18. Yay! Bye!